2: Shaka Khan, the.
0: Sports Radio, 929 The Game, back at a Chuck Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. You know how we change it up a little bit on Fridays. Get the beat cranked up, get the dance party going. Chuck Rose gets first quest. A little Shaka Khan, get us going. You know who wrote this song? No, Prince. Oh really? He did. Okay. Yes.
2: All right. I do remember that in he the video. He did a
0: uh, a version of this song himself. Uh-huh. Oh um, wow. Okay. That was on like his like that four CD greatest hits that he had. Okay. Um. But yes, this song was written by Prince.
2: Okay. The one thing I remember about the music video for this song. I, do you remember the movie Breaking? Did you you probably didn't watch? Did you no. Did you watch
0: Breaking? Okay. So. I, I, I was that the breakdance movie. Yeah. And all that? Well,
2: there okay. were several, but this was kind of the one that was kind of commercial a little okay. bit. But one of the characters, or it might have been both of them, the main characters um, were featured in the video Dancing. I do oh, remember okay. that about the about the music video for this song. Yeah. So
0: This uh, is this, a good little song. good yeah, good yeah. Good song yeah. from the 80s. It's one of those staples. But, yeah, this was written by Prince. So there you go. Uh, 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Uh, Braves are coming back now. So now at least it's two to one, uh, Eddie Rosario has homered in the game. So, uh, Arizona got a couple of runs in the first inning off of Charlie Morton. Got banged around a little bit. Um, three hits, two runs, no walks, uh, did have two strikeouts, uh, 21 pitches in the first inning. Uh, but Rosario was homered in the game, hit a solo home run. So it's now two to one Arizona over the uh, Atlanta Braves. So certainly a long way to go in this. We're only just literally in the top of the uh, second inning, but um, hopefully Morton gets it kind of calmed down and, you know, relaxes and and gets through five, six innings uh, here uh, tonight. So this will be a good series for, for the Atlanta Braves. The um, Braves are 18 and nine on the road, Arizona's 19 and 12 uh, at home. So, Braves are a really good road team, Arizona's a pretty good home team and um, we'll see what happens. By the way, the Arizona Diamondbacks have one more win than the Atlanta Braves. They're 34 in 23, Braves are 33 in 23. So they're 11 games above 500, we're 10 games above 500. So they've played really well. Like they're tied with the Dodgers right now. Again, no guarantees that it can last through 162 game season, but for right now, Arizona's doing what they have to do and figuring out a way to win, and they've got some really good pitching, some really good starting pitching uh, out there. So we'll see the guy on on um, Saturday, or sorry no Sunday, uh, against Michael Sirocco, um, Zach Gellin, and um, he's a really good starter, having one of the better seasons so far in the national league. So
2: Arizona's actually also up on the Dodgers, uh I believe, in the two series that they've played. Mm I think Arizona's won over half those games. I want to say say they had like one three game and one four game. And I feel like Arizona may have won four or five of them.
0: So Arizona, uh, they started the year against the, uh, the L.A. Dodgers. They were in L.A. They went two and two in that four game series. Right. Then they played two in San Diego. And then they had four at home. With the LA Dodgers. And they took three, three out, out, of out of four. four. Yeah. Yep, took yes. Three out of four so, yeah. at home from them. So they will see the Dodgers again in it won't be till the second half of the year. Let me see when that is. Though so they won't they won't see the Dodgers again until a two-game set in August, August 8th and 9th. And then they'll play three in LA, the end of the month of August. And then um that's that's the last that they play of them. Kind of strange because Believe it or not, the Arizona Diamondbacks they their last three series of the year are in New York to take on the Mets, three at uh, three in Chicago to take on the White Sox, and then they finish the year at home against the Houston Astros. Oh wow! Aren't they doing that whole divisional <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> thing? Like, what what happened? What happened to doing all the divisional thing? Right. I mean, we, they played 19 games in their division. And <laughs> right. anyway, geez, crazy. Uh, anyway, so um, all right, let's get to an NFL squib kick. Taking a look at the NFL with the squib kick with John Chuckery, Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So Tom Brady did reiterate that he is retired. So it was a dream to buy into the uh, Raiders. So he reiterated on Thursday that he has no plans to play in the NFL again, uh, again after retiring in February. Um, and, again, he's bought a stake in the – what is it? Are they the Oakland Raiders the, uh, or the – Vegas, LA? Las Vegas Raiders. The, so the, Vegas. El, the, El, uh, the Rancho Cucamonga no, no. Raiders. Las Vegas. The Strip. Uh, Let's they,
2: call them the Strip Raiders.
0: The El Segundo <laughs> Raiders, right? Is that what it is? I mean, again, I don't know how many more times they can move in one lifetime, but anyway. They've
2: moved, what is it, like five times, right? Twice to Oakland.
0: Yeah. they've, they've Once they've, to L.A. Yep.
2: And now Vegas.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, twice to twice L.A., So, and once to Rancho Cucamonga. Um, but anyway, um, I'm certain I'm not playing again, so I've tried to make that clear, and I hate to continue to profess that because I've already told people lots of times uh, when responding to a question about is he going to play again. Um, I want to be involved in the NFL for the next 45 years of my life if I last that long. You think he'll get married again? I can see
2: him doing be, it he'll later. Get, he'll get married. Yeah, I can see yeah. him doing it a little yeah, he's later. He's going to date for a while. Yeah, I am about to say he'll stay him. on the yeah. scene for yeah. a little bit. He'll, he'll kind of, you know, kind of be in the scene, kind of, you know, be part of big events, things of that nature. And then, yeah, he'll settle down.
0: So he's joined the Raiders ownership group uh, pending NFL approval. He's also uh, a part owner with Davis in the WNBA champion Las Vegas Aces. you think Becky Hammond gets an NBA job at some point? NBA, yeah, NBA. You mean as head coach? Because she's worked in the NBA. NBA. Um, right. she, she was Pop's assistant yeah. for all those years. So
2: as a head coach, I think it. I think it's gonna happen. When I don't know, but I think I can see it happening.
0: She, if she doesn't get a job, I'll, I'll say it like this, okay? If she doesn't get a NBA head coaching job, no woman will ever get an NBA head yeah, coaching job. Yeah, if they don't
2: give her one, then yeah, yeah
0: I agree it, with you. There will never be a woman. I say basketball.
2: I say five years.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can buy that. I yeah, mean, I, I just, say five years. If, if she doesn't get it, ain't nobody going to get it with with her pedigree. Yeah. By the way, she's the coach of this team that just won the WNBA title yeah. last year. So um, but um, yeah, he's uh, Brady's part owner there. He's part owner of the uh, El Cucamonga uh, Rancho Cucamonga El Segundo Raiders. And um, he said he's really looking forward to not getting hit anymore. The games and the games in great hands. It's time for other guys to do it. Well, again, uh, Pat Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. So, um, but anyway, so saying that he is officially retired. Um, Yannick and Gakway talking about where he wants to end up going. Now, I listen. How many times have I said on this show? I'd love to have Gakway. Can't. What do we always say, Day Day? Can't, can't have too you many can't guys. Have too, hold on. You can't, can't have, too, have many too many guys, guys that, that sack, sack the, the quarterback. quarterback. "Quote: I would, I definitely want to play for a contender, play for a team and an organization that wants to win a Super Bowl. That's one of the things on my agenda to help to uh, to be able to help and contribute to that. Hopefully, I can get some uh, gain some interest from a great contender. Well, why not come to the Falcons? We're contenders, right? We're we're the next, we're the next contenders uh, out here. Quote: I think in the financial aspect, that has everything to do with my agent and whatever team I decide to go." I just feel like instead of doing business, I'm looking to have a stable home. Well, come to Atlanta. Housing prices are pretty good here. Cost of living is pretty good. Gas isn't too bad. Food is what it is. Come to come to Atlanta. I, I, listen, I'd, I'd sign Ngakwe or Justin Houston in a heartbeat. I, I would sign those guys in a heartbeat and bring them in. And you talk about, you know, talking about true edge guys, to help mentor or work with my pass rushers, let me have a Justin Houston in here. Let me let me have him be a part of this organization. Um, <laughs> this, was a, this was funny. So Jordan Davis talking to Jalen Carter uh, ver, uh, via Chris Franklin of NJ.com, quote, I'm like, hey, let's get freaky. Now is that John Freaky? Are they? Are they? Because again, they're obviously Georgia players. You think they're talking about John Freaky?
2: That's fine. I knew you were going to go there.
0: <laughs> if I want to jab inside, then make sure you cover me. Just stuff like that. He had three plus years of experience with that at Georgia, so I could look at him a at, at a certain kind of way, and he gets the message. So if he says, "Hey, let's get John Freaky." Is that is that code for something? Is that like pineapple, an upside down pineapple on the front porch? Is that like keys in a fishbowl? I mean, what what is that? Hey, let's get John Freaky. I I don't know if huh? that means I don't know. It's kind of. I mean, hot. it's got to be it's got to be referring to Freaky, right? I nah, mean it's there's not only re- one Freaky.
2: It's definitely not referring to Freaky.
0: Oh, I think it is.
2: Sounds like some kind of
0: tango, though. There, there's only there's only one John Freaky in this world. So, anyway, uh, Texas rookie C.J. Stroud taking first-team reps uh, within the OTAs. And, um, you know, look, he's a guy that is – that the uh, who was it uh, here? Um, D'Amico Ryan's talking about him this week. Quote, C.J. is progressing well. Each day he continues to get better, continues to get more comfortable with the verbiage of the offense and the command of the huddle. I thought this week has been really good coming off of a long weekend. It was very eye-opening how on it he was. He did an awesome job in our situational periods, so he's definitely progressing in the right direction, and the sky is the limit for him. And uh, when asked about it, Texans uh, quarterback uh, Texans quarterback coach, Jared Johnson, said that uh, Stroud is, quote, already way, way ahead of pace, unquote, with his footwork and timing. So, Look, I think I think when the quarterback class shakes out that the guy who's going to emerge is going to be C.J. Stroud. I, I think he was the best quarterback in this draft. I know how great Bryce Young is. I just think that he's the guy that's going to end up being the more prototypical NFL quarterback. So we'll see. I mean, but, um, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to have a couple of guys that, you know, we talk about Luca and Trey and things like that being linked. CJ Stroud and Bryce Young will forever be linked. They will. I mean, that they, they will forever be linked, for good, bad, or otherwise. So, um, But, yeah, we'll see what, the, what happens with all of that. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the phone lines to you. 404-726-0929. We had some good discussion on this topic earlier. I want to get your thoughts about it. Are we finally going to have a coaching advantage on the sidelines for the Atlanta Hawks? 404-726-0929. Had good discussion with this again earlier. Let's talk about it now. Chuck, we hanging out in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 929 Game, Odyssey.com app. Sports radio, 92.9 the game, back at a Chuckery show. You know what the best part of this video is? What? Far and away, the best part of this video is when Rick James goes into the studio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, grabs yeah, that bass yeah, guitar. Yeah. He starts and it's not plugged yeah. into anything. Yeah. He doesn't plug it. I mean, yeah. it's just he grabs a bass guitar off the floor, <laughs> not plugged into anything, not plugged yeah. into an amp or anything like that, and just starts playing the bass. Yeah. And, yeah. and not even, and and then he gives up on it about five seconds later. <laughs> but he puts that bass guitar on, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, I, I'm not plugged in or anything like that. We we'll just, yeah, uh, keep it like this." So, yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, that that this is pure '80s right here, like this straight is, '80s. Yeah, like this is <laughs> nothing this is a, but. Yeah, this is this is a pure. This 80s. was the sound. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Im- imagine, imagine the after parties with. Rick James and Eddie Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, in 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 like his prime, maybe not his prime, but you know, sort of close to Rick James's prime. I mean, I mean, Rick
2: James was very still, still pretty much on the scene. Yeah, Eddie's prime and Rick James probably just the man.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, It's it's just funny though. I mean, that 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 again, this. I know, I know it's the cheesiest song maybe ever, but. It is. It is a great song. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I, listen, if you can't have fun and enjoy yourself to that song, you got no soul. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you're, you have a black heart. Like even I can listen. Even right. I'm the biggest fan of that song. Like I'm right. a huge fan of Eddie Murphy. Like I, I don't mind some of those celebrities that that tried to cash in, right? Bruce Willis and Eddie Murphy, Patrick Swayze, right?
2: Yeah, Bruce Willis actually didn't his one of his songs actually kind of. I mean, I know the Eddie Murphy song got a lot of run, but one one of Bruce Willis' songs oh, got yes. out of my He, he did
0: the cover he did the cover of Respect Yourself. Yeah. That was that was on um uh oh god, the Return of Bruno yeah. album. That was yeah. called The Return of exact- Bruno. Exactly. Yeah. And he did the video. Yeah. The video that he did, the the part that was played by the staple singers was the Pointer Sisters. Right. So the Pointer Sisters were the back background group. With uh, Bruce Willis yep. singing respect,
2: yeah, Yourself. because it was right after his moonlighting days. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was. It was right yeah, like after he was right. He was, yes. he was riding that yep. moonlighting yep. wave. Yep. And yeah, I remember all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The return of Bruno. I mean, what a. Well, <laughs> I don't know how the rest of the album uh, is, but you know, he had a band and all that. Yeah, they toured. Yeah,
2: they toured. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, they were a blues rock band. Yeah. Right. I mean, they were yeah. kind of. Blues rock and things like yep. that. So, um, but yeah, good old
2: Bruce Willis. Oh yeah. Listen, oh, but he he's he's ill, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's got. I think it's some form of dementia or something like that. Okay. Like he's got he's got some real health issues and yeah, and it, it's it's affected his speaking. Like he, he mm. can't really speak. So, people have to release statements for him and things like mm. that. Like his wife releases statements. Um, what's the uh, what's the ex wife's name? Demi uh, Demi Moore. Yeah. She's put out statements and things like that. So. Um. Yeah, he's in kind of a bad way. So, um, you know, I don't. I don't know that it's. Well, maybe maybe it is fatal. But I mean, it's. He's he's not a he's, I think it's like some kind of like brain thing that affects him gotcha. and his speech and different things like that. But yeah, it's it's kind of sad to uh, to see. So. Uh 404 726 So we um we had a good discussion about this earlier. So, you know, we had Eric Reed on, the long-term play-by-play voice for the Miami Heat on TV. And he was talking about because I'd asked him about Eric's Spolstra, And look, I was not the biggest spolstra guy in his early days, and when they had LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosch, because I thought literally he was a guy that rolled the basketball out. And Pat Riley was really controlling the strings, right? I mean, he was he was the one who was pulling the strings for all of this. Spolstra was just along for the ride. But Spolstra has proven himself to be one of the elite premier coaches. And you heard Curt Heelan say he may be the best coach in the NBA. I, I don't have a problem with saying that. I mean, I I always think of Greg Popovich as the best coach in the NBA, Because of all of his success. I know Pop is in a completely different place now than he was 15 years ago, right? But, you know, it's the old man acknowledging him, you know, again, he's the top of the food chain, you know, maybe the most beloved coach, certainly one of the more influential coaches, right? Successful coaches, everything along that lines. But Spolstra may be the best modern-day coach that we have in the NBA right now. And when he gets into a series... You always feel like that the Miami Heat have an advantage on the sidelines. Are we going to have that with Quinn Snyder? And I'm asking you at 404 726 Are we going to have that with Quinn Snyder? Because that's one of the things that we have not had for a while. You know, maybe Coach Bud was one of the guys. Um, literally, I think we've had two guys that were uh, – we had an advantage on the sidelines. I think Coach Bud and I think Mike, uh, sorry, Mike um, Fratello, I think that's the two guys that we had as coaching advantage on the sidelines. You know, going in the football world. I never thought we had a coaching advantage when Dan Quinn was the head coach of this football team. I do think that now. And I talked about this for years about we need to be a better head coach than the people that we line up against. We need to have more faith in our head coach that when we line up against somebody – that it's going to work out, but we didn't get that with Dan Quinn. I, I I don't care what kind of success Dan Quinn had. We never had an advantage on the sidelines. I think now with Quinn Snyder, we have that advantage again, and, and we haven't had that for quite a while. And again, the Eric Spolstra effect, he gets more out of less. They, they find ways to win. They find ways to survive in advance. Like, There's a resiliency about the Miami Heat. They haven't been always the most talented team, but whether it's the bubble, whether it's this year, they find a way to get it done. You know, last year they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They find ways to get it done. And all he does is win, and all he does is make people better. Talking about uh, Eric Spolstra, pronouns, pal. All he does is make everybody better. I hope that's the same effect that Quinn Snyder has on this team. I hope that's the same effect that he has on this roster. So, get, time will tell, right? I mean, obviously, so far, so good as far as the player personnel aspect of it, just getting along with their head coach and being invigorated. But remember, they were only 10 and 11 in the games that he coached. They were 10 and 11. They didn't get that kind of boost and that spark and different things like that that, you know, normally when you see a head coach get replaced there's that instant kind of spark that a team has. and They may go on a run. We saw that with Nate McMillan. Hawks made a huge run when Nate McMillan was hired. We didn't see that, though, this year. I mean, I think it's all in a positive direction because of what we're going, but we didn't see those tangible results on the court.
2: Do you think maybe, because I do remember when Nate took over and they went on that run, mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of afterwards, it was like Nate didn't really try to come in and, Make a lot of adjustments. He kind of let the guys kind of do kind of what it was they were, I guess, wanting to do. Do you think this, maybe because of the, the results related to Quinn's takeover, are more so because he was more injective and in, in trying to see, okay, what will work, what won't work? You know, you feel well, like that
0: could be the case? I, I mean, look, he didn't do anything to change the staff during the season, right? I right. mean, And you weren't going to do that or whatever. Um, But I'll put it like this. On one hand, you heard all the players say, well, the message wasn't getting through and this and that. Okay. All right. So they replaced the guy that you had as the head coach with the message wasn't getting through or the message was stale or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. And now you're getting a completely new message from a guy who is youthful, Mm -hmm. successful, and all that kind of stuff. And that didn't translate into wins. Right. That didn't translate into wins. And I'm not talking about that, you know, again, the 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 heat, the Hawks, I should say, were, they were what they were, but you didn't get that arbitrary boost like we see from a lot of coaching changes, right? Right. Like, you know, normally when you see a, a look at Brent Key. Yeah. Look at Brent Key right over here at yeah. Georgia Tech. Yeah. Well, right. They went it was too straight, they, right? Again, they went on, I mean, they were. They had lost to Central uh, um, Central Florida. Right. They lost Central Florida on the road. Then they go up to Pitt and mm-hmm. beat Pitt right. on their home field. Then they come back here and beat Duke. Right. And obviously they went to Carolina and beat Carolina. So you didn't even – so you could look and ins- – I mean, look, it, get, it got Brent Key the job, right? I mean, because of what he did, you know, in that last half of the season. Right. He was, what, 3-3, three and three, I think it was, and, and had big wins against North Carolina – Went to Pitt and had to win. So, again, we saw some of those tangible results. We didn't see that with Quinn Snyder. And I know it was about evaluation or this and the other, but I promise you, they wanted as many home playoff games as they could possibly get. They wanted that money and that revenue and that, you know, that, that national TV. They wanted all of that. Mm-hmm. Don't think that Tony Ressler wasn't invested in, hey, we got to be a playoff team. Right. Hey, we got to have playoffs and this and the other. Hey, we want games at home, right? Right. We want to have series at home. So don't think that Tony Ressler wasn't a big, you know, champion, championing, championing, championing whatever it is, that cause. He was he was the guy behind the 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 driving force of all of it to to get this thing going. And obviously, look, they paid him a lot of money. Paid him a lot of money to come in here and not just coach this year, but obviously he got a really hefty contract. He got championship caliber. Coaching contract. And somebody brought up, uh, one of our callers brought up earlier in the show that um, if Quinn Snyder has the same run that he did in Utah, would that be a success? I say no. I say no. You know, we've been to the Eastern Conference Finals. There's no reason why, if we're paying a coach championship money level, that we shouldn't be back in the Eastern Conference or NBA Finals at some point. I'm not saying in a year or even two, but you get to that third year, there has to be some tangible results that happen.
2: Yeah, the progression has, yes, to, has yeah, to. Yeah. has to,
0: right? And, and so I, I think Quinn Snyder is the guy to lead that charge, and I think he's the guy that, you know, he can be like the Eric Spolstra of the world. But, you know, it's nowadays when you see these head coaches, right? You have success, and you have to have lots of success, and then you have a bad year, and it's, they're shipped out. Now, I don't think that Tony Ressler is that kind of guy. I don't think that he's impulsive like that, but you never know. What, once, you taste, once you taste success, you want more of it, right? And Tony Ressler is a businessman. He married a Hollywood actress. He married the girl who, what was uh, um, She was
2: Lost Boy. She yeah, uh, Twister. Twister. Yeah. Lost Boys is my my, yeah. Yeah, that's your jam. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's that's
0: that's your jam on it. So, but I, I I do think that we now have an advantage that we have not had in a long time. I think Coach Budenholzer he gave us an advantage on the sidelines. I think the only other coach before is Mike Fratello. Now think about that yeah, from love, Mike Fratello, yeah, Fratello to Fratello. Coach Budenholzer. Yeah. How long how long of a stretch is that? That's Bob Weiss. That's um, Mike Woodson. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Larry Drew. That's Lon Kruger. Was Lenny
2: Wilkins? Yeah, Lenny Wilkins. Yeah, Lon he was Kruger. In there, yep.
0: I don't think Lenny Wilkins gave us an advantage on the sidelines. I think.
2: And I think his coaching. Um, what do you say? Uh, height, I guess. I think by the time he got to the Hawks, like I think he was good enough to keep him relevant, but not get him right you know, over that relevancy.
0: He was a player coach for the C, uh supersonics and I think led them to the NBA finals, yeah. right? And they won a championship. And then with the Cavs, he got them to the Eastern Conference yep. Finals. Yep. Then with us, it was that next rung down. Yeah. Second round playoff, playoffs. Playoffs, right? yeah. So,
2: playoff consistency was there, but just not but we couldn't not get past yeah. Yep.
0: yep. Couldn't get couldn't get past a lot of those humps. So all right, when we come back, it's gonna be time for rank 'em. Hit us up at four oh four. 741-0929, at JMCH316, at the D. Lewis for real. Hit us up with your Rankums for this evening. Chuck Green, Studios, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, and the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio 929 the game back at a Chuck e. Show. at the top of the hour. We got any uh, gimmick hosts or anything? Thoink? No, no. Okay.
2: Top of the hour. JR Sports Reef. Right. Yep.
0: Alright. No uh T.L. Hopper. <laughs> no. Yeah. No uh the goon. <laughs> no. Fake razor. Straight Jr. Uh Duke the Dumpster Droze? <laughs> nope. None of that. Okay. Repo man. Nope. Repo man. Not no. him either. All right. <laughs> All right, on our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line at JMSH316 at the D. Lewis for real. Used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends. We would pick Randy's brain, pick Hugh's brain. Sometimes I would give them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it. We call this segment Rank'Em.
2: Yeah! All right, JC. So, first up, um... I was on the treadmill the other day, and Brooke Shields was on Good. What is the show? Not Good Morning America, but uh, uh more? no, no, with Ryan C, Well, he, Ryan Seacrest ain't the host no more. Kelly and uh, oh, who are the new no, guy? The is. Kelly
0: Ripa. Yeah,
2: and the new guy.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, is it Michael Strahan?
2: No, no, no. It's the new guy. I think he's he was a fill in before, but now he's permanent oh, permanently okay. on because Seacrest stepped stepped away. But um, it got me to thinking, like. Actors, actresses who's, you know, had, like, career resurgences, huh. right? Because remember, a lot of people may not remember, but, you know, she caught a lot of flack because she was, what, 16 when she did that Blue Lagoon movie where she was topless? Yeah, her and, and that uh, I fr- her I fr- and that who-
0: William Cat who was the guy who played the greatest American hero. Right. Um, yeah, because she, she was new—well— The thing about it, she was nude in that movie, right? And she as a
2: teenager, right? And so, like, she never like took off, and then she kind of, she was here and there, and then. But lately, she's been like,
0: yeah. She made a lot of money though as a model, right? Because I mean, she was a teenage model, model, right? Tons of cash as a teenage model.
2: So these actors, actresses whose careers had resurgences, rank them: Uh, Brooke Shields, Robert Downey Jr., Winona Ryder. And John Travolta.
0: Um, I'll do Robert Downey Jr. He was always a great actor, mm-hmm. but the whole Iron Man thing gave him a much more mainstream yeah. appearance. Let me tell you, that character that he played in what is it? Less than zero. Less than zero. He oh, was the uh he was dr- a drug the preppy, addict. He was the yeah. drug addict guy. Yep. He dies at the end of the movie. Yeah. He was the preppy guy and. All. Oh, he was phenomenal in that movie. I mean, he was so good. He was good in Chaplin, Mm -hmm. um, but he made that mainstream. And I think he really brought mainstream to the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. And he was a big factor in all of that. So he's number one. Uh, Brooke Shields, who's the other ones?
2: Uh, Winona Ryder and John Travolta.
0: Oh, Travolta, number two. I mean, that was a great comeback movie. Here's the problem, though. Okay, here's the problem. <laughs> he had the big comeback movie with Pulp Fiction. Okay? Right. Then he started doing every cheesy movie imaginable, <laughs> right? The one with Nicolas Cage, right I mean, bomb. Face Off. Yeah, Face um, Off. The one, uh, Broken Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Broken Arrow was oh, horrible, yeah. God. I mean, and he just started doing all of these movies. You know, you know, the next time he was good in a movie was, did you ever see that movie... What is it like, Welcome to Paris or something like that? I didn't see it, but I know what he, he you're talking plays about. That, he plays that, like, bodyguard where he's got yeah. the buzzed haircut and the yeah. goatee. Phenomenal. Like, he was great in that yeah. movie, but he did all of the cheesy movies. See, Face
2: Off I thought was pretty cool. Oh. I liked Face Off. I was a fan of Face Off.
0: So. When he goes out there, wee! <laughs> oh, God. Ugh.
2: Oh, Ugh, so boy. and then Winona Ryder and who, oh, and, oh uh, I'll do and Brooke Shields too. Three.
0: I, I wasn't a big Winona Ryder fan. Yeah, like, I know she was in Edward Scissorhands and well, what, what was that movie? Um, what was the movie about? They were they it was like it was like their version of the Breakfast Club and all that. Oh
2: um, yeah yeah yeah. And then after that I think is when things kind of she kind of hit a lull But
0: well, she yeah she dated Johnny Johnny Depp. That'll, yeah. That'll get you that'll get you in the gutter. <laughs> so,
2: all right, here we go. I told you to, uh, that tomorrow um, we're going down to the uh, farm there to yes. pick strawberries and yep. pig out and stuff. So rank these berries: strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries.
0: Um, I'll go blackberries one. Okay. Blueberries two because they're those are really good antioxidants. Okay. Um, and let's see, strawberry and what was the other one? And raspberries. Uh, raspberry actually raspberry number two. Okay. Blueberry three. And strawberry four Four, really? Yeah. yeah, I'm a ras- big strawberry ras- guy. Raspberries, blueberries, and blackberries, those are really good antioxidants. Okay. So if you want to, like, if you want to, uh, they're, um, uh, what, what is it? Uh, what am I trying to say? The, um, what ibuprofen does. Oh, uh, oh anti-inflammatory. Okay. okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah okay. Th- those. Berries like that are real anti-inflammatory okay. foods. Like, I, I'll eat. I, I, buy the, I buy the frozen packs mm-hmm. from Walmart. Right. Like, i buy the mixed uh, uh, the mixed berries. Right. Um, and I just, you know, kind of, even though they're frozen, like, I'll just let them thaw out and chew on them because they're really good. Not okay. just antioxidants. Didn't know that. But, but they're anti-inflammatory. I'll start using those in ras- my smoothies ras- then. Raspberries a, a big anti-inflammatory. Yeah, I'll
2: start using those in my yeah. smoothies then. I didn't know that. All right, so we're in that kind of part of the year where, you know, like you said, the playoffs kind of are sporadic, and yeah. so your TV rank these, you know, these other sports if they're on TV: USFL, uh, the Women's College World Series, college baseball uh, playoffs, college lacrosse playoffs.
0: Um, I like I like the I like the road to Omaha and the college baseball. Um, the what what is that? Um, um what what's the term for it? the? Um...
2: I forgot what they call it. Uh, yeah,
0: but I, I like the college baseball. Okay. Um, uh, lacrosse. I mean, I love lacrosse, but I don't want to watch it on TV. That would be really. Cool. I love yeah, watching I lacrosse. I love lacrosse. I mean, I, I I played it in high school. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, where
2: where where are you where are you, where, are you uh, where were you?
0: Well, we had we had lacrosse my senior year in high school. Okay. That was the only that was the first only year, year you got it to was play. ever. Okay. Yeah, and we we didn't even play other high schools. Um, we played, we played like, I don't even know what you want to call it. Like other, I mean, we played like, kind of like club teams, stuff like that. What was your position? Um, uh, what the hell was I? (laughs) I mean, that was 30 something (laughs) years ago. I mean, listen, all I wanted to do was get the stick and just whack somebody. You know, I was the whacker guy. Like I just just knocked people over. Okay. Um, And then they would, you know, give me a foul or whatever. So anyway.
2: All right, so yeah, uh, so baseball one, lacrosse two, and then you got women's college world series and then um, USFL. Yeah,
0: USFL probably three, and okay. world series
2: four. All right, uh, we got one from uh, from one of our uh, listeners. He tweeted, uh, sent this to us on Twitter. Uh, D A T L I. Uh, so you got to pull your uh, pull your phone up, computer out for this. Oh, one. okay. All right, he he kept it a little PG. So you got okay. K, Kai. I guess it's Kai K Y mm-hmm. underscore Z Z E E.
0: That's it, Kai yep. Z. Uh huh. All right, got her. Um, she is uh, Kai Ziegler. Yeah. All right. All right.
2: Next one is Latiria Hope. So L A T E R I A Hope H O P E.
0: Okay, and let's see here. Here you hope. We got her.
2: All right. This next one looks like it's Mary Ambassador. M-A-R-Y-A-M-B-A-S-I-R mm-hmm. underscore.
0: S-I-R?
2: Uh-huh. Underscore.
0: underscore. All right. Mary uh, mm. Ambassador.
2: Basir. Basir. And then the final one, okay. Gold Skinned, G-O-L-D. Mm-hmm. S-K-I-N-N-E-D.
0: That gold skin known as G Yeah. That's what her handle is. Um I am going to go with this um uh what is it? The uh Mariam Basir. Mar- okay. Mar- Basir. Maryam Basir. I go with her one. Um I go I go Kai-Z, number two. Okay. I'll go, uh, what's her name? Goldilocks, number three. Okay. And um, what's her name? Uh, Lataria La- 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 Hope. Hope. Yeah, I'm La- yeah, Hope. She looks like she's a, a pop singer or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. You got four.
2: You got anybody on that end you want to give oh, yeah. a show some yeah. love so, to?
0: Uh, let's see here. From my buddy, Abby Cohen. Picket Fences, 30-something. Northern Exposure, St. Elsewhere. Um, on that list, Saint Elsewhere would be number one. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. The rest of those two, I would throw them all in the trash.
2: Thirty something? Um, no, I'm thinking. Never yeah. mind. I'm
0: thinking of uh, yeah. Third Rock. What was yeah, it Northern Third Exposure? Rock. Was another one of those just awful shows. Yeah. Um, rank these uh, from our buddy Rusty. Rank these on the uh, on my Twitter page. Uh, Popeye's biscuits, Red Lobster cheddar biscuits, Hardy's biscuits, Mrs. Winner's biscuits. All right, I'm gonna go with Popeye's number one. Yeah. I'm going to go Mrs. Winter's, Winters too. Yeah, cuz they two. used to put
2: that honey glaze oh, on the top. Man. Yeah.
0: You know there is Mrs. Winter still around. Yeah,
2: they're sporadic, but yes. yeah. Uh, well, they uh, went away and then they kind of started There's
0: one in there's one in Sandy Springs on Roswell Road. Okay. Just north of Northridge. Okay. If you get off if you go 400 north, get off Northridge, head to Al, uh, head to Alpharetta Highway, right. Highway 9, mm-hmm. and it's right up up there on the left before you get to before you get to some of those other shopping centers. Okay, like that. and
2: then they reopened the one uh, near Greenbrier Mall at one point. I don't know if it's still open, but they did reopen it when they started coming back. Well, so.
0: I'll do the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, uh, yeah. number three, and then Hardy. hardy has got good biscuits, so I will give mm. them uh, credit for all I'm that. not a oh.
2: big biscuit guy, but yeah.
0: I could I could eat, eat a pile of biscuits. <laughs> uh, for my buddy, uh, j Dub by the way, too, he says, you know the story behind that song that was uh, Eddie Murphy and like 15 other people were snowed in at Rick James's house uh-huh. for two weeks in Buffalo. I'm surprised that there wasn't a chemical experiment that melted <laughs> all the snow.
2: Um,
0: rank these possibilities of things happening next. This is from our buddy Matt Ryan. Uh, the SEC plays nine conference games. ACC breaks its grant of rights. Big 12 disbands. Notre Dame joins a conference. I think, the big, I think the Pac-12 is, is potentially disbanding. I think that's number one. I think the ACC break, uh, breaking its grant of rights is number two. Um, Notre, or sorry, uh, SEC plays nine conference games, three. Notre Dame's never going to join a conference. Uh, <laughs> from our buddy Marco, they're never going to join a conference. I mean, that, that's the reality of it. Um, from our buddy Marco, the Rocks acting in the following. Moana, the Fast Series, Ballers, or Gridiron Gang? I did like the Gridiron Gang. That wasn't too, too Yeah, that bad. was the
2: one where he was the, the coach for the prison yes. football team, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't see Ballers, so I don't know if he was any good there. It was
2: not. It was a pretty good series. It didn't last long, unfortunately, right. but it was a pretty decent series.
0: I, I watched a little bit of that Moana. I mean, I, I called it Moron. <laughs> you know, again, they're, they're a bunch of morons, so I, I guess I'll go with those two, number three and four. And... I guess the... Fa- I mean, I don't even watch... I've watched, like, five minutes of the Fast and Furious thing. Like, they're just so over-the-top. Right yeah. Place. Like, yeah. they're just too tiring to watch. Yeah, so. they're exhausting. Anyway. Um, from my buddy James on the text line, rank these music gimmicks. Disco Inferno, Honky Tonk Man, um, Mid-90s Jeff Jarrett. Uh, that was actually pretty good. Mid-90s And then September, R-Truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... I I, I used to see Glenn Gilberti all the time as this disco is inferno is yeah. his name is Glenn Gilberti. Right. I I used to see him all the time at Main Event Fitness. He was yeah. still he was still in the power plant when I when I saw him. Um Honky Tonk Man's the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Yeah. So he's number one. Um R-Truth, I love R Truth. Really? I do. I really he was like hit R-Truth.
2: or miss with me.
0: Um he was good in TNA when he was a more serious wrestler. Yeah. But I like R-Truth. I, I, I enjoy him even even now. Um, I'll do mid '90s Jeff Jarrett uh, with the whole you know rockabilly yeah. thing and and uh, what's his name a uh, Road Dog uh, yeah. with him and then Disco Inferno. Like, I I appreciate the gimmick. It wasn't he wasn't it very wasn't, good at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't very good at that. Yeah. All right, what you got? All right, you ready? Oh, jeez, we got it. I know. Yeah, you think, we gotta, yeah, we, 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 yeah, we got to get out of All right, guys. Right. Yeah, right. right. I, I want to go home early. <laughs> So, all right. Uh, we'll wrap it up with the Love TK up next. truck in the Key Studios. Sports right now to the game, honestly.com app.